10 years of suffering, 10 years of pain to get to that point of saying, I don't want this anymore. I need to change. And it only takes five seconds to make that decision to change. Welcome to the Bold Millionaire Podcast, where we share celebrations, success stories, business and personal development productivity hacks. Learn the inner and outer game of business and life to help you gain confidence in your career and entrepreneurial endeavors and help you up-level your mindset and work towards your big goals and crush them. Be bold and be a decisive leader. I'm your host, Caroline Yuki. Five tips to stay motivated. So let's start up with what is motivation? Oftentimes, my clients tell me that they have trouble staying motivated and they don't know what to do when they're not feeling that motivation to stay on track, to get things done, or just feeling a little bit lazy, lethargic, procrastination. In order to understand how to stay motivated, I'd say, let's understand what is motivation. So what is motivation exactly? The author, Stephen Pressfield, had a great line in his book, The War of Art, which I think gets a lot to the core of motivation. To paraphrase Pressfield at some point, the pain of not doing is much greater than the pain of doing it. In other words, at some point, it is easier to change than to stay the same. It is easier to take action and feel insecure at the gym than to sit around and still experience self-loathing and the look of themselves like in front of the mirror and self-loathing sitting in front of the couch. It is easier to feel awkward while making a sales call than to feel disappointed about dwindling sales for a business. So what I think is the essence of motivation, for every choice there is a price. But when we are motivated, it is easier to bear the inconvenience of action than the pain of remaining the same. Somehow we cross a mental threshold. Usually after weeks of procrastination and in the face of impending deadline, it becomes more painful not to do something than to actually do it. One of Tony Robbins, a huge motivational people, neuropsychology expert, he explains it this way. And when somebody makes a massive decision, a life-changing decision, it only takes five seconds, but it takes 10 years to get there. And you think about why 10 years? Because it took 10 years of tolerance, 10 years of suffering, 10 years of pain to get to that point of saying, I don't want this anymore. I need to change. And it only takes five seconds to make that decision to change. How powerful is that? So what can we do to make it more likely that we cross that mental threshold and feel motivated on a consistent basis? So some common misconceptions about motivation. One of the most surprising things I've learned about motivation is that it often comes after starting a new behavior, not before. We have this common misconception that motivation arrives as a result of passively consuming a motivational video or reading an inspirational book. However, active inspiration can be a far more powerful motivator. Motivation is often the result of action, not the cause of it. Getting started even in very small ways is a form of active inspiration that naturally produces momentum. So what are five tips I can provide you to stay motivated and to keep you motivated. Number one, knowing your why. Your why needs to be bigger than yourself. A couple years ago, Simon Sinek went viral on TED Talks with the concept of how 
people buy the why. People don't really care about the product or what it is, but they love the story. They love the why. It's also the same philosophy I use when coaching my clients with their businesses of using that story brand approach. Very few people or companies can clearly articulate their why and why they do what they do. By why, I mean their purpose, their cause, their belief. When we think of others, there is no pain, but whenever we just think to do things for ourselves, there's a lot of pain. So ask yourself, why does your company exist? Why does your business exist? Why do you do what you do? When the why is much bigger than yourself, you think about making an impact. You think about changing lives. You think about saving villages. You think about helping someone with their health. Then the why is so much bigger than just yourself. You have that motivation to take action. Another simpler example would be oftentimes we have accountability partners. Now, not everyone's motivated to go to the gym on a rainy day, but if you have a friend who's there waiting for you, you have a motivation to show up, right? Because you don't want to keep your friend there waiting. So when we have a why that is bigger than ourselves and it's other people, it motivates us to take action. Tip number two is to create a new habit. Every action we take is a vote for the type of person we wish to become. No single instance will transform our beliefs, but as those votes build up, so does the evidence of our new identity. This is one reason why meaningful change does not require radical change. Small habits can make a meaningful difference by providing evidence of a new identity. And if a change is meaningful, this is actually really big. That's the paradox of making small improvements. Just 1% at a time daily adds up to a lot. When we have that emotion that we want to change, that we're made to do something, immediately we have to take motion as well. We have to take action. That is why people who have a regular routine of working out, getting in action, having that momentum, they are also the people who are on time to meetings. They are also the people who stay within their budgets and keep their finances organized. They are also the people who stay to their commitments, who don't procrastinate. We always have to have that motion. And when it comes to fear, we wonder if there's any doubts. Fear shows up in so many ways. Anxiety, doubts, overthinking, a lot. So what kicks fear in the butt is taking massive, massive action. When you take massive action, that fear goes away. Because oftentimes, fear, which is also an acronym for false evidence appearing real, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. We make things bigger than they actually are. While improving just 1% isn't particularly notable, sometimes it's not that noticeable, but it is far more meaningful to yourself, to yourself in the long run, because you're honoring self. You're keeping integrity to yourself. You are keeping integrity and honoring your own commitment. The difference a tiny improvement can make over time is astonishing. Here's how the math works out. If you get 1% better each day for one year, you'll end up 37 times better by the time you're done. Conversely, if you get 1% worse each day for one year, you'll decline nearly down to zero. What starts as a small win or a minor setback accumulates into something that is so much more. Now, confidence is built through taking action. Naturally conditioned to take action, no need to rely on external stimuli. Which brings me to tip number three is to make it attractive. Make this new dream goal of yours attractive. 
this is where a division board comes into place. This is for understanding like how you would feel when you accomplish it. A simple journaling exercise I enjoy doing is asking myself, what would the Caroline 90 days from now who accomplish helping three more businesses improve their growth and their scale? What would it feel like? What would it look like? Right? And then what kind of person would I need to be? Because you will soon realize you have everything that you need to make that goal happen. You have everything you need to make things happen. It's a matter of just doing it. And when you make the goal attractive and think about how you would feel, how excited you'd be, how happy and fulfilling, you start thinking of that state of mind. And oftentimes we use eating healthy, no weight loss. I mean, we're making it attractive because we think about maybe a new closet of clothes, you know, that are fitting, looking flattering in clothing. Like think about why this goal is attractive and important to you. Tip number four for staying motivated is to make it easy. Don't make things difficult for yourself. If you're trying to eat healthy and stay away from sugar, like don't buy any more sugar cookies or anything with artificial sugar in it. Like clear out your environment, make it easy for yourself. Do not let yourself have the cravings and the temptation and have what you're trying not to do right there with you, right? Tip number five is to make it satisfying. One way to get over this plateau and maintain motivation is to give yourself like a mini retreat or a mini win whenever you accomplish something. We want to make our goals visual. So one of the more motivating ways is to, to track the progress. And whenever you achieve a milestone to reward yourself, right? Because that is a feeling of progress. And that's what's really motivating is to feel progress. The key is that you need to be able to visualize your progress. And it's much more motivating when you can see it. That's why when we record our weight and we can see, say you, you tracked it on an Excel sheet, you can see the chart going up and down and all the Whereas like it's it's much more motivating to to see the visual results of things. Without knowing what our visual results are and seeing the improvement, it's easy to lose the motivation. Now there is no way to really stay motivated if we do not create good habits. So I wanted to share some tips on how to create a good habit. So when we want to create a good habit, step one is to write down what your current habits are. Okay. So my current habit is I wake up in the morning, turn off the alarm, and then I probably get ready for work. If I wanted to add in a workout routine, my new habit would need to be part of my usual routine. So wake up in the morning, turn off the alarm, and then maybe right there next to alarm is going to be my yoga hairband or my shoes right next to my running shoes right next to the bed. So it's easy to just put on my, t- my running shoes and that way I'm ready to go running. Like do not, I should not put my running shoes somewhere in a closet where it's difficult to get because then the brain would just say like, oh, it's too much work to get there, right? It's easy to get back to the comfort routine. I also might put my alarm clock farther away from my bed so I would have to get up and walk towards it. And then right there is my running shoes. So start being aware of what your current habits are and start looking for ways that you can add in these new habits that you want to build. And the way you want to make your statement, I'm a huge journaling person, so I like to journal my thoughts and my routine and what I want my new ideal routine to be like. I will blank at what time and what location. So I will run for 30 minutes at 
7 a.m. at my local gym. So you want to use habit stacking. So after turning off the alarm, I will put on my running shoes. That is stacking, meaning something of the current habit, and then you add a new habit in between it. So that's step one, again, is to write down what your current habits are so you are aware of them. And step two is to make that statement, I will blank at blank in blank location. So I will new behavior at what time in what location. Step three is use habit stacking. After a current habit, I will add this new habit. Step four is to design the environment. Make the cues of good habits obvious and visible. And then the second law of making a goal attractive to stay so you can stay motivated is, is to use temptation building. Here an action you want to do with an action you need to do. So if what you want to do and pair it with something that you need to do. So for example, like I need to leave the house, you know, in the morning to head out to work. So that's what I need to do. Well, the action I do want to do is to have a morning run, walk, jog. And so I will pair them together, right? So then it makes it more attractive and easier for myself. And to also make it more attractive, say that nearby there is a pretty park that I enjoy going to. So it makes it more attractive because that's something that I want to do. And I pair it with, I need to run more. So I will wear my running shoes when I go to the park. Tip two for making things attractive is to join a culture where your desired behavior is the normal behavior. So oftentimes we know that how our environment is shaped or what our friends, you know, compliment us on or word us on is really important for the behavior. So this is why when I joined a lot of the beach body workouts and all that, having that community energy and seeing all the people online at the same time who's working out the same program as you, who got it done, it just boosts that motivation, inspiration, because then you're in an environment that you're all encouraging each other. You all have the same goals to be healthy and to complete what you started. And tip number three for making goals attractive is to create a motivation ritual. Do something you enjoy immediately before a really difficult habit. And then you want to reduce the friction, meaning that you want to decrease the number of steps between you and your good habits. So this goes back to understanding what your environment is, Envi understand what your usual routine is, and see which ones are that you can keep that will help you with getting adding your new habit in, and which ones you need to start getting rid of and getting away from them. So here is an example of also making habit contracts. Making a habit contract is usually maybe a verbal written agreement with your commitment to a particular habit and the punishment that will occur if you don't follow through. Then you find someone or maybe two people to be your accountability partner and sign off this habit contract with you. So these are great ways to stay motivated. Those are the five tips. Let me do a quick recap of the five tips. Number one is knowing that your why needs to be bigger than yourself. Number two is to create a new habit and stack it into your usual routine. Number three is learn how to make this new habit attractive. Number four is make it easy for yourself. Number five is to make it satisfying. 
So if you are in the bold community, I would love to hear about the new habits that you're adding so you can add more and add more value to your business and have lots of growth. And if you are not in the bold community yet, but you're interested to join, you can go to carolineyuki.com bold. And if you would like more strategy tips on how to grow your business and marketing, you can reach me at carolineyuki.com slash call or send me an email at caroline at boldmillionaire.com. All right, I'll talk to you later. The Bold Millionaire Podcast is a conversational life and business podcast that explores what it really means to turn your inner genius, purpose, passion, and calling into your dream career and business. Ready to crush your goals and get your business projects done? Join the Bold community Head to carolineyuki.com slash bold.